Hi, you're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm Margaret Cho. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim Short. Jim Short, this is our last day in Australia. This is it, the farewell. Can you believe it? Uh, it's hard to believe, but it always, it, it's always, it's a, it's a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it just zips by. I know, it zips by. And I don't know what could be better because we have one of... Um, the greatest, the truly the greatest, maybe probably, I think the greatest Australian star, living Australian yeah. star with us here. Because that's a big list of great Aussies. Well, I mean, living. Living. I don't know, are there good dead ones? Yeah, but yeah, there's come some good. Some good yeah, dead ones, but some, some, good, good, some, some good live ones, but Couple we might still, have the best. We have the best today. We are here with... Living or dead. Living or, we are with the best, living or dead. We are here with Bob Down. Oh, I was so excited. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Hi, guys. So excited! I thought Bert Newton was going to walk in the room. <laughs> wait, who, <laughs> when you wait, say the greatest, who's Bert Newton? Oh, Bert Newton! Bert Come Newton on, Bert is, Newton! Bert Newton! How could I explain Bert Newton? He's he's he was on television every year from the year it began for oh. about fifty years. Oh wow! And he uh, a brilliant man with a even better hairdo than mine. <gasps> yes. Oh, can you imagine? He did everything. He was an all rounder. Bit it, like wow. me. In yeah, America, he's a major terms. inspiration to all of us. Did it all. <laughs> yeah, he's he, like he Johnny would, Carson. He'd be like the actually the Ed McMahon, the Ed sidekick side to Johnny kick. Carson. Oh, okay. He was, uh, who, was, okay. who was his sidekick for? He was with Graham Kennedy. He was Kennedy. A, gra- a guy called Graham Kennedy, yeah. and then he was a sidekick for a guy called Don Lane, and then he became a star in his own right with his own daytime TV magazine show. Oh, well, that's the ultimate, isn't so it? So you would have been on it. A day- if, the if daytime it magazine show. You would have been on Good Morning Australia with Bert Newton. You would have been feeling pretty bleary-eyed. And, and yeah, and, and it would have been so... Yeah, they're, they're really um, alert, those Australian TV magazine show hosts. Uh-huh. They get really, they're really yeah. alert. Yeah. They're right on it. Yeah, and, and when you're singing on those, your sound check, your uh, rehearsal call 7 a.m. <gasps> That's marvellous. So That's... generally, I just used to go straight from a nightclub. <laughs> just right there. Well, you know, uh, darling, it's so great to see I'm you. I'm so happy to see you, and Welcome I'm happy to, to be here. I'm happy to be here with you. It's Who so exciting. Who else have you had? Who else have you had on your well, Australian special? Let's see. Well, Jim Short is Australian. All right. Yeah, I so, can tell by the accent. Yes. Yes, he's from here. Uh-huh. Um, he's well, he's from Brisbane. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So is Bob? Da- where, where is Bob down from? Oh, I'm from Mwollumbah, which is not far south of Brisbane. It's a beautiful little banana growing district on the north coast of New South Wales. Oh. Okay. It's it's, it's, uh, it's on the easternmost tip of Australia, where Australia greets the dawn. Oh, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. the early the early dawn. Well, that's and so great. So we've got avocados and bananas and some other very lucrative cash crops. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah, your kind of place. <laughs> well, who have we had on? We haven't had very. Actually, I don't know if we had on any Australians. Really? really. Am I the only I mean, one? Well, the only <laughs> other one I can think of might. Uh, well, Hannah Gatsby is from Tasmania. Does that count? Uh, yes, it does. Is Australia yeah, in Tasmania? Tasmania is officially part of Australia. We eventually let them in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they well because they were drifting further and further apart uh, away, so they needed us to um, throw a few ropes. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had and Hannah, of course, did. She got. Did she win the um, Barry Award or something? She won a big award this year. Yes, yeah, she's um, fantastic. Oh, she's brilliant. She's really fantastic. I think she might be a lesbian. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. But it, sure. does, it doesn't matter to us. Oh, look, I'd prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lesbian myself. Yes, we'd rather have. a big lesbian following. Yeah. Everywhere I go, you know, everywhere I, I go in the States, everybody yells out, hello, there's Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm Sue from Glee. That's perfect. That's really perfect. Well, I think that, you know, it, yeah, you may be our only... Um, 
high profile Australia, mm-hmm. except for Hannah, and then maybe oh, do we have? Oh no, no, we had Will, but Will Anderson on. But oh, we, Will was on. But we, oh, we had him on in America, so that doesn't count. Will's yes. always mistaken for me. Oh, I really? love that. He's not so thrilled. <laughs> Wherever he goes, <laughs> he he. We don't That's think of burden. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't think of him as. I think of him as American. Isn't that weird? Mm. Do you? Yeah, I do. Right. And we also interviewed him in America, so that seems like that's why. Yes, it didn't doesn't count. But we've yeah. had many wonderful people on. We've had a lot of great all people o- f- from all over the world. Yeah, but, it, it, but uh, over there, but here we've had a lot of comedians. We had uh, we had Sam Simmons. We had Sam, who also Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that might be the only other Australian Australian bloke. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Sam and Hannah. would have had Hannah. Rolf Harris, except he's under arrest. Oh, yeah. he's not doing any interviews right now, no, is he? He's, he's only doing interviews with the police. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now he is it's a bit the of a shame that his biggest ever hit record was Two Little Boys. I oh no! <laughs> don't don't tell us what happened after he tied the kangaroo down. <laughs> yeah. If we don't know about him in America. Will you explain? You guys explain? Well, he he, timey kangaroo down sport. Do you remember the da 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 ba da 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 timey kangaroo down? No, no, I don't know that. That was a minor hit. In America, uh-huh. about 15 years before you were born. Okay. So I'm surprised that you don't know. It. Well, I, I'm surprised I didn't know it too. I know a lot about antipodal rock, and so that's, I, that's I didn't what he know was, that. That's what he's being interviewed about, a minor hit about no, minor 15 hit. years before you were born. <clears throat> oh, yeah, my goodness. Exactly. Let's just leave it right there, <laughs> shall we? It's all Poor allegations, right? Paul Ralph, Ralph Harris. Allegedly. <laughs> Well, is he? I mean, he's older though, right? He's like in he's his eighty-three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now is he under arrest? Not here, but no, in, in the UK because he's been living in the UK for sixty years. Okay, so he's got nothing to do with us. No, and if he's convicted, we won't even say he's Australian. We'll say British resident Rolf Harris. It's like right. It's like <laughs> right. Um, Russell Crowe. You know, right. he's Australian when he's winning uh, Oscars, but when he throws a phone at a hotel employee in New York, he we point out that he is actually from New Zealand. <laughs> That's right. You see what yeah. I mean? We're yeah. very, very, we're quite good like that. Well, I mean, I think that's all, that's mm. all right, you know. But a, a, again, I just think that this country is so interesting because there is kind of a there there is kind of a wild west quality so. to it, a frontier quality, pioneering, a pioneering quality mm-hmm. um, that is, I think, overlooked. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize what a kind of a wild west. That's right. I can carry my own water. Oh, you have a yolk? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's no yolk. <laughs> do you have a canteen? Uh, <laughs> well, we do at Sunshine TV. Well, it's not really a canteen at my local uh, regional TV station. Not so oh, much Oh, well, no. I mean, a canteen, like, um, Jim and I have discussed this at length before. We think the coolest thing for anybody to do is to fill up a canteen, you know, like a, oh, a, bo- a bottle. Oh, that's a canteen. Yeah, 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 like a metal Water bottle, sort mm-hmm. of round yeah. mm-hmm. canteen with in canvas a river. over it. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. a river, you have you uh, that you hang off the front of the Land Rover and it keeps it cool. The air keeps it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. or or like, but it's it's that it's that thing where like if you're say you know on the lamb, if you're being chased mm-hmm. by whoever, mm-hmm. I don't know, then then there's the moment that you fill your canteen up by a creek mm-hmm. or a bog or I don't know, yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of running water, yeah, and then you 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 fill it up and you like by lean a by what? It could be a billabong. A billabong. Which What's is, that? A billabong is a, a little bit of water on the side of a river, you know, where the, where, where the water collects oh, and catches. yeah. But you've got to boil it. But that's where you would fill up your canteen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you do have, have to boil it. You do? Oh, you've got to boil it. Oh, okay. Or you get a little bit of a tum-tum. Oh, uh, well, I think that if you're cool enough that you could probably, like, ward off any kind of intestinal. That's true. And, and 
Back we to are you. sort of garbage guts in Australia. We can pretty well stand anything. Well, you're rough out here. You're tough. Mm-hmm. You're t- did you do anything people. for Anzac Day? Did you know about Anzac Day? Um, I did not. Jim told me a little bit about Anzac Day. Um, it was it very commemorates a terrible, uh, a, a terrible thing where thousands of young Australians and Kiwis were killed on the beaches of Gallipoli in Turkey. Uh-huh. In uh, they tried to storm this beach, which was impossible to because the Turks were up on the top of the hill, just r- shooting them all dead as they got Ooh. out of the boats. Oh, no. An absolute tragedy, like one of the worst tragedies ever in Australian history. Mm-hmm. So we mark it every uh, April the twenty fifth by getting absolutely shit faced drunk. Oh, okay. Mm, it's very respectful. Well, all I remembered Fighting about it or knew about it, it was very quiet. That that we. Um, we had to have a moment of silence or a minute of silence, mm-hmm. and um, you in know, the airport. In, in the, the airport, airport. Mm-hmm. for a minute of silence at the going down of the sun. We shall remember them. Or the um, it was rising. The sun. We were so early there. The sun was rising on Anzac mm-hmm. Day. So they that must, was yesterday. They must do a morning one and an evening one, and then that's the signal. That's the signal. Go, go get. Go get shit absolutely shit on the streets drunk in a very That's, respectful way. Oh yeah, but respectful yeah. Uh, because it doesn't take much to actually get Australians to go out and get shit faced. No, it doesn't. This, it doesn't. This, we generally we just look for any excuse. <laughs> I don't know about that though because Australians drink a lot less than British people. Oh, wow. I God, think. British people must drink a lot then. I think so. I think more than Australians, right? Do you think so? Wow. I, I thought Australians sort of had it because um, British people definitely, but Australia, it's very much the culture here. Mm. Do you and it's think so hot. So? You get very thirsty. It yes. is hot. Um, it is hot. We went to a we went to a we went to Western Australia and we went to a um, koala preserve, oh. and it was very hot. How was that? It was so hot, and it was really um, they were so cute. Yeah, but you can sense. I for me I was actually scared of them because Yeah, well you should be because they're yeah. ornery little bastards. Yeah. They have and they've got very sharp claws. They have sharp claws and, and they look piss like on you at the oh, yeah, for sure. provocation. For Some sure. people like that. I don't mind it. No. Some people pay extra. Yeah. You, you can get pay extra for the picture and pay extra for, for being urinated on. Mm. For being peed See, on. they're nocturnal. That's the thing about them. That's mm-hmm. why they're always so dopey and they seem so sweet because they're asleep. Oh. They're very annoyed being woken up by tourists. Yeah, they are. But at this this one preserve, they were so adorable, and they ate a lot of uh, eucalyptus. And then, mm-hmm. but you have to hold them underneath their butt, and then they you get eucalyptus shit all over your yeah, arm. Yeah, it's nice. And it's then really you can't lovely. stop smelling it. Did you see any kangaroos? Mm-hmm. How were they? They were really cute. Um, they were uh, they were much more. Um, I thought they were intimidating. Mm. I thought they were scary, actually. The, the, the big ones. The big ones. They're scary. With the big balls. Mm. They hang down, heavy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. heavy hangs the balls. Mm-hmm. And, and they tend to draw the eye, don't they? Mm-hmm. The big balls. You know, mm-hmm. you can't help but look at them. Well, you the can't balls. help <laughs> but look down because they, they're underneath the legs. So you kind of see just the balls underneath and mm. they're just very heavy and big. But they seem like, like they would be like they, not that into people. No, they're not. No. They don't like us at all. I don't think so. No, no, they run. They jump and run away. And they, they, Unless you've got them trapped somewhere. Well, they're wild animals. You know, I don't think they're able to be domesticated in the way that, you know, we want to anthropomorphize animals constantly. But I think that that's like probably a dangerous thing. Maybe. They seem like they would, they would what's be... The native, what, what's the cute native animal of Korea? Um, there is... Um, well, Korea was um, actually uh, founded by a bear because... Um, what happened was uh, the, the, the legend of Korea as a man um, was um, in the mountains and a bear fell in love with him. So the bear went into a, a cave and ate garlic and mugwort for 40 days and became a woman. 
So nice. they, they, they experience a sexual... A fairly hirsute woman, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but sort of sexual like kind of awakening or uh-huh. transition by eating all of this uh, mugwort and garlic uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then um, became a woman. And then she was like the Eve of Korea. And then they, um, Adam, the Adam and Eve of Korea, they, they created Korean people. So That's incredible. That is... That is the, the legend of Korea. Is that really? are, are, are mm-hmm. You, you yeah. don't get told that, obviously, because you're a little bit older and you can handle the facts. You've got to be of a certain age. That's even weirder than, than the beginnings of Mormonism. Yeah. And yeah. Scientology. Wait, mm-hmm. what's the beginnings of Mormonism? I don't know. Some bloke found a thing in Missouri or something. and mm-hmm. or, I don't know. He found a... He found the thing like go go to Utah and 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 have it away with many women. And who's the ones oh. that say we're all from aliens that landed four hundred Scientology oh. four hundred fifty thousand years ago? Is that Scientology? And interbred with humans to create okay. a race of slave labor because they were mining gold for their planet at home. Oh, I see. Interesting That's theory. interesting. Well, then how was Australia founded? Um, <clears throat> it was a sort of a byproduct. I think they just sort of they didn't come down that far. They didn't even know it was there. <laughs> Did they have a legend? They have a legend. Oh, here? Australia! Well, Australia was, um, as Barry Humphreys would say, Australia was discovered in the 1970s by Thomas Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. It's a travel agency. In, oh, okay. Um, in the UK. Oh, okay. And of course, the man who did discover Australia was Captain James Cook. Ah. Uh, it's a. It's it's it. I find that when you need to explain a joke, it's not really a good joke. No, I see. I no, understand but, now. But, uh, but all of our Australian listeners will love it. Yeah, that's right. They'll all get it. <laughs> it's a very it was, funny it joke. It was uh, Captain Cook. Mm-hmm. And I've had people ask me in America if, if Captain Hook actually discovered Australia, <laughs> which that's is funny. <laughs> and I can't, you can't take the piss out of people who, who don't know about Captain Cook because that's not their history. Mm-hmm. But He's one of I'll, the most famous navigators yes. of all time of okay. history. He was mm-hmm. a very famous – you know, he sort of – they, they set off – you know, over the horizon in, mm-hmm. the, in a direction that was a bit like the equivalent of going to the moon now. Right. They didn't know what they were going to find. They thought they were going to fall off the end of the world. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, you might. You and could of fall off did. the end. This is practically, I mean, this is the end of the world, right? This is, this is it. Yeah. Yes. It's as far as we get. That's right. Well, except Before for Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, well, yeah. which I would like to go to. I'd love to go to. I would like to, we should go do a show there. That would be great. Mm-hmm. To the penguins. Well, I think that they need entertainment uh-huh. desperately. Actually, Robin Hitchcock told me that he took K.T. Tunstall to Antarctica and I'm always really jealous because uh-huh. I'm like why did you get to take Katie Tunstall to don't and not you and not you know she's Chinese he, he did bring her back though, didn't he <laughs> he brought her oh, back oh good oh good <laughs> but she's, it, that's his thing he's taking one person to yeah. he's taking one Asian woman at a time them down there. yeah but she's Asian she's Chinese you told me that she, she told me that she's in secret she told me she's just do you know that I'm Chinese I can't even do it I can't even do this Scottish she's accent Scottish. Do, hey, don't you know that I'm Chinese? That's where we met. We met in Scotland. We, we met in, met the, in, in the Edinburgh. In Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Festival a couple of years ago. In a bar. Um, and you were so funny what you were saying to them. Because <laughs> you were getting a bit of a hard time. I had a, ter- I had a terrible time. In, um, you were being catcalled in the street. Well, what happened when you did Late in Life and you walked out on stage and you hadn't even, the, the late night comedy thing, and you oh, walked out on stage and you hadn't even opened your mouth and somebody booed? Well, they were booing and I'm like, what are you, I, you know, it's like they ate booing Asian women. There. I'm like, what are you still mad that I broke up the Beatles? <laughs> what? It's not, you know, it wasn't me, it was Paul. And I'll tell you what, you had them in the palm of your hand from that moment on, I'll bet they howled. Well, it was very difficult you know because i think late night comedy in britain is really it's just like it's, it's a bear pit it's kind of, yeah it's kind of like a gladiatorial mm. um experience yeah and know? anywhere where look let's face it margaret anywhere and you're the same as me anywhere where the audience is not half men and half women mm-hmm. if it goes into the sort of two-thirds guys 
you and I are in trouble. Well, unless Puffs it's two-thirds gays. And women. Yeah. Oh, unless it's two-thirds uh, unless it's gays, gays. Then it's great. And then we're just carried aloft on a magic carpet ride of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and semen. Mm, and semen. But then... It's, it's, in, the, it's in the carpet. It's yeah. in the carpet. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, embedded. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then, I mean, it's kind of... Um, it, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. But then I think what's great about Bob is that he does shows like in... Britain to very very mainstream audiences too. You it's know, amazing. It's really I get, cool. I get um, three generations of a family. Yeah, I always think that's so sweet. It's great, and the mums love me. Yeah, the mums and the wives mm-hmm. and the girlfriends, and we know that they are the ones who buy the tickets. Right, and Dragoon, everybody else, come on, Len, come on, Bruce, you'll like him, and the I don't want to say that puff, and then they and then they're laughing when they get there. Well, they love it because I mean it's totally like this really great experience for them to just enjoy their music, like this music that you're doing, and that's you know this comedy that you're doing, and it's very. I mean, I think it's it's something that unites people in Britain. You know, I mean, do you do do you do I the same? I was amazed at the reaction that I got in the first few it's times I played in Britain. I couldn't believe it. It's the best. And I think I sort of tap into the music hall thing there. Oh, oh. there's a yes, big yes. tradition there of people like Michael Barrymore and Des O'Connor and mm-hmm. the singing. You know, the the singing song and dance man. Yeah, yeah. Who tells a few stories, tells a few jokes. So it's like does a little bit of paper folding oh. and some balloon magic. You know. <laughs> Is it a bit like of everything? Is it like Dick Van Dyke then, or something like that? Like uh, a music a more man be- with a more believable accent. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kind yeah. of like um. Yeah. And when I described your show for Jim, because he hasn't seen it, so it's really like a. It's a very. It, it's a very old fashioned. Not old. It I don't is think old it, fashioned. But it's also very new too. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of walks a funny line, doesn't it? Because it's queer. Yeah. As as well as um. But it, I think this rooted in tradition as, as, That's right. as its own See, because thing. a lot of these song and dance men, of course, a lot of them were gay, but they were very closety. Right. And they would sort of hint at it, but they wouldn't come out with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I sort of just come out with it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, 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 I guess that's the modern bit about it. But what is that in, in, I mean, is that like your Australian side that makes that? possible or um, it's really hard to no i don't know it's really hard to i'd always people always say to me what do you do when you go to you know what sort of material do you do when you go and play in the uk or in the in the u.s i say exactly the same material as mm-hmm. i do at home mm-hmm. i just do the same thing everywhere yeah it's, it's hard to explain isn't mm-hmm. it yeah. i guess if you have to explain it <laughs> you know it's good now it i want i want to see your shows in america because i i'm mm. sure that the reaction is also different because it's then you know you're you're taking another um kind of they're looking at you in a yeah. different perspective too yeah yeah, yeah. and look, we see what well, the great thing about i haven't sort of done that much in america at all so mm-hmm. far and i'm fully intending to do more and you know muriel's wedding and priscilla queen mm-hmm. of the desert yes and paul hogan and barry humphreys they've all done the the They've all done the pioneer work for me. Right. They're, people are very tuned. When I first went to New York, people, the cabbies wouldn't know, they wouldn't even know where you were from. They'd go, where are you from? You're yeah. not English. Where uh-huh. are you from? And now they know exactly that now you're they Australian. Know. So that's a huge plus. I think and so. And they think of Australia very affectionately and fondly because of the Second World War experience of all the, yes. you know, it's a sort of, there's a, hmm. yeah, because all of the American soldiers were here, you know, doing R&R and stuff in the right. Second World War and also in the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and in the Korean War. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- there's this sort of real affection and fondness and fascination with Australia, which really helped you as a performer. Ah. Oh. Really do you think that's you. that's true with you People as a performer People do now? love Australia. People... If you do a show, people will always come up afterwards and say, they'll tell you their Australian experience, where they've been, mm-hmm. how much they like. you, you're the ambassador. Mm. You know, we love it over there. It's and so beautiful. And they think our accent is sexy. 
They go, mm. oh, God, your accent is so sexy. And go, really? Oh, really? <laughs> I, think it's really I think it's really unusual and I think it's really cute. I think it's actually asexual. Right. The most asexual accent because um, there's something cheerful and bright about it that does not have the sinister quality of like a British accent <laughs> or the coarse nature of an American accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that's up there's sunny. I hear sun in it. Mm-hmm. Um, cheerfulness. Um, I don't know. Like you and just, that upward inflection. And it's always yeah. na na na. Yeah. And we always finish na na na. There's a lot of optimism in the Australian accent that just doesn't scream rape to me like oh. Britain does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's um, yeah. Uh, well, that's this that's podcast it. is going out in Britain, isn't it? <laughs> it goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. But I no. love what you said. What did you say in Edinburgh? You said, uh, "Don't get me wrong. I love white people." <laughs> you guys invented what? Uh, this, what did you say about? Well, it's Scotland, in like? Britain. It's that, that's where white people begin the whitening process. <laughs> so that's where I think white people began was Britain. I think Britain is really interesting because there's also a lot of different variants in, in re- the accent there. Mm. So you can't oh, generalize. Yeah. Yes. There's totally. no way to generalize it. And, that, and, you and know. isn't it amazing that in this multimedia you know, uh, age of international travel and television and media, that mm-hmm. those regional accents are as strong as they've ever been in right. the UK? It's fascinating. Same in America. Well, do we, but do you, expl- you can sort of understand it in the States because of the size of America. Right, right, right. But it's very hard to explain in, in a tiny little place like the UK, isn't it? Why you know, people from Manchester are 35 miles from people in Liverpool. And they speak totally different. Completely different accents. But it's a class thing. Do you think your accent is perceived differently there? I mean, when you go there, what is well, what is not, it like? We see this is where you're 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 at an advantage as an Australian performer in the UK because if you're a Scottish performer, if you're a Scottish comic working in London, mm-hmm. it's like fuck off, get go home, jock. And if you're English working in Scotland, they don't like you. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates the Irish. Oh no, that's sad. You know what I mean? Like in, in the UK, I mean, yeah. in Britain, yeah. Every, but as an Australian, you don't get into any of that regional stuff. Uh-huh. Why is that? Because it's so far. Well, no, because your accent doesn't place you in any way that they can get get hold of. Well, it doesn't and have a class have denotation. It's the same right across the country, even though it's such a big country. Did you notice that? That well, everybody sounds the same. Everybody does, but uh, there is a difference when you like. Um, I think when maybe when you go up and down, like I think Southern Australia is a little bit different than Northern. You know, there's a kind yeah, of yeah, they sort of got that kind of thing going up north. Don't I they? think yeah. so. I think the where it's the hotter. I think isn't the theory that the hotter the place, the sl- the slower they talk. <laughs> oh, like really? Same with the South of America. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Maybe that, that could be it. Yeah, because yeah, it, yeah it's just more energy. You know to. Because they talk, talk like that in down the south of America, and you know, yeah, they really they do talk though. Like that up north in Queensland, <laughs> they do. They do talk like that in America, yeah. and, and it's really weird. Yeah, because it's very. Um, and the same thing would happen in the states, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you've got a southern accent, you might, as a comedian, you might have a bit of a problem in in the north, depending on what sort of material you're doing. But also, you, but it kind of makes you into a working class, right? I think. It, it, it pins you into a working class um, perspective, which mm-hmm. actually is very welcome in America, right. right? Too. So maybe it's the same in like Britain, where I think some of the northern accents are very much pinned as being a working class thing, and it makes you a, more appealing. Mm-hmm. To and then as a as a Western American, you've got like a West Coast accent. Yeah, I think so. That's that's the sort of the showbiz accent, right? So right. everybody's kind of cool with that because it's yeah. the, it's the accent of show business. Yeah, so, it's so that's you probably hear the best place to come from, maybe. I think so. You know what's weird though is I can't really hear it. You know that mm. uh, do you hear the accents when you're around them? If you're like a participant in it? Yeah, yeah, I know. Do you hear you know. it? Do you yeah. hear it? Do you know? 
I guess I hear it because I, I I've been in the I've been in states for the last you know month and everything, and then you get back, and it is lovely to get back and hear your own um, accent mm-hmm. all around you. You're conscious of it for a few weeks, aren't you? And then it just right. sort of you forget about it again. Then and I've spent enough time it. now in in California that I really don't hear the accent uh, anymore. And I oh. and, and you start talking in the local accent because otherwise you can't make yourself known. Totally. Yeah. But then Jim's um, accent is very interesting because it's gone from here, from Brisbane to America. Actually, not just America in the South. So yeah, um, and it's a bit then, of everything. Yeah, yeah, it's so traveled. I heard, I heard some stuff today. I think these people are from New Zealand because I, I was walking by the Opera House, and these two ladies were walking by, and they were, they were talking about chairs, armchairs, and dick chairs. Dick and chairs. Dick, dick chairs. chairs. And I think that would be New Zealand, right? Or, they would be Kiwis. That's a very specific chair. They would, yeah, other, one or the other. But I heard that just this afternoon. But you're almost nervous about. to ask, aren't you? You I don't really to go want to follow uh, it up. Mark, oh, you would. A dick You'd chair. Mrs., Mrs., where's that dick chair? A dick, <laughs> dick chair. A dick chair. Um, yeah, it's like a, what is that? It's like they do, in New Zealand they say there is... Is it like so ease as an eyes? Become eyes become eyes. So can you do a New Zealand accent? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> They've got a beautiful ice cream called Hokey Pokey. It's rich and creamy. <laughs> rich. That's rich the, and creamy. That's the weird thing is that that root, like fish yeah. and chops. Fish like, and chops. It's, diff- yeah. it's difficult. That's why it's grammar is hard in, in New Zealand because the I before E rule, you can't even figure that one <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where do you put well, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. it, it just goes, they don't have that all of it. They don't have it. The eyes and the e's. There's there's not there's not an eye and an e in they on just, a keyboard in, in, uh-huh. in New Zealand. It's all it's all like the a, same. They just got a New Zealand they're, thing. They're just stuck press together. It. A little kiwi, and they're you just put together. that. You just put that. They're glued together. Now, what do you think about the gay marriage happening there? Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, I think it's it puts us to absolute shame. It does, doesn't it? Uh, uh, and it's been done by a conservative government. Isn't that weird? It's ridiculous. I mean, what is that about? If Spain can do it. And France, France. Can do it. Catholic countries can do it. Well, France is, I mean, there's, France well, yeah. is, there's a lot of, I mean. There's a backlash. There's a huge or, backlash. Or as the say, a backlash. A backlash. Yeah. No, there's a huge backlash because I think that the conservatives there are so violently opposed to losing control. Yeah. And then the, the conservative thing there, it's really about kind of anti-gay stuff, anti-immigration. Mm. It's very anti-Algerian. It's mm-hmm. very anti-immigration um, kind of like, you know, uh, like there, there's a lot of different things that go along with the way the French attitude towards it. They're very Marlon Brando, aren't they? What are you against? You know, what have you got? Yeah. That sort of thing. (laughs) But what about Rhode Island, the 10th American state? Well, it's very conservative as well. But it's just gone the gone the right way, and that's incredible, you know. But it, again, we Julia's have so many got, Julia's states. only got a few more months in office. She's going to be swept from office. There's, Do you think so? They're going to. It's going to be one of the worst defeats the Federal Labor Party's ever suffered. I so don't she know. may as well whack it through. I think she should go out in a blaze of glory. So that's totally. my advice to her: is that oh. she should just really just yeah. shake it up. She may well. Well, she should because but then she's running out of time. Yeah. Well, her position on gay marriage doesn't make sense because she's supposedly an atheist, yet she's defending this. Um, idea as marriage between a man and a mm. woman and, and, and like she's defending a book that she doesn't even believe in. It's ridiculous. So it's obviously political. She's on the wrong side of history. But I think, you know, she may lose prime minister, but if she if she really does something about gay marriage, she could win a Nobel Peace Prize, which exactly. is probably better. She should do it before she leaves office. I think so. Do you think, do you think that she will? Well, mind you, there's a lot of, well, she may not because there's a lot of very conservative uh, Labour me- members right. who are conservative Catholic. And then, so what is that? What is America. what is labor? What is labor? What can we Labor's like as your, Americans uh, understand? Your Democrats, labor. okay. And you know how there's a lot of conservative Democrats, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Same right. with Labour Party here. So the Labour and they like the British Labour Party. I see. Yeah. And then what is the other party? Li- they call themselves the Liberal Party. It's a little right. bit confusing. That's isn't confusing. It? And they're actually conservatives. Okay. They're like the Republicans. Right. And they're about to come sweeping into office with one of the most conservative leaders they've ever had. Right. And he's like Opus Dei Catholic. So that's kind of oh. Jesuit. He was going to be, a, um, you know, he was training to be a, um, what do you call him? A monk? No. Um, um, what are they? Um, a, a, a Jesuit uh, priest? Priest? A priest. A priest. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, he's kind of creepy. I had a friend who was a Jesuit priest who was such a gossip. And he would, you know, I would hang out with him and he would talk shit about the other priests <laughs> that he'd be like, that fucking. <laughs> that fucking brother he won't shut the fuck up and I'm like God like, fucking I don't care I don't fucking give a shit like he would just get really angry at his brothers like you know that he was they were like Franciscan monks and they were living in this like house together mm. and there was just a lot of roommate shit that he was just fucking couldn't take it it's like big brother mm-hmm. but but with brothers with brothers with actual yeah. Franciscan brothers. brothers like brothers big, Jesuits big Franciscan brother big brothers but it gets really <laughs> heavy because they're like roommates that can never get their own place Right. Hey, have you ever done um, a, a Celebrity Big Brother? Do they no, do Celebrity they Big do, Brother in the States? They do. Um, I don't think I could survive in well, any kind say, of environment I always say whenever like they that. offer me to do something like that, I say, look, I'd love to, but I'm working. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I think that it would be an interesting thing, but I and I do like to watch it, but I think I would be really, you know, I have really disgusting, like, personal habits like hygiene and you know it's just a nightmare yeah. so I, I feel really bad for anybody who has to share my space and like I've that. got no patience I'd be I'd be I'd be losing it by the third day I would hate it I'd would you would you like it prick of myself would no. you like it no I, I don't, wouldn't want to do any of that kind of stuff anything where you got to go live with the other people or whatever yeah. they're, they're in lockdown it's like it's based on sort of cult isn't it they're in lockdown you take your fo- your phone's taken away you've got you've cut off from the world and then you have to talk to each other and then also live with people that you don't necessarily mm. want to be, be like with. Put it, being put in a green room and not being allowed to leave for four weeks. Oh, it would be really weird. Oh, Nightmarish. Yeah. No, you know, you I know. know. You, when you're in the green room, it's exciting because you don't know who's going to walk through the door. Right. Uh, but you know that you're going to go in about half an hour to an hour. But then yes. it's, So your no whole behaviour is different, isn't it? No escape. But suddenly, you know, Anne-Margaret and Jimmy Carter, beautiful to meet them briefly... <laughs> But do I want to spend four weeks with them? I think I would. I would want to spend four weeks with both of them. I think, yeah, actually, Anne Margaret, I reckon she'd be a bit of a party girl. I think she'd be fun. I think she'd be a lot of fun. She's broken a lot of ribs on her motorcycle. Yeah. That's all I know about Anne Margaret, mm-hmm. is oh, that wow. she's, a, she's, a, she's a motorcycle enthusiast, uh-huh. kind of a motorcycle icon, yet she gets in a lot of accidents, mm-hmm. really um, from riding a chopper, which is not um, suited for her body. And then <laughs> so she um, gets flown, like, flown, th- flung off it. Uh, several times oh no. and, and cracked ribs several just times. She has to stop texting while she's riding. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be it. I don't know, but uh, Jimmy Carter, I would like to spend time with oh, maybe. Oh, he'd be beautiful. I think he would be a good roommate. Build a house with him. Yeah, I think he'd be he'd quiet. Build yeah, he'd, he'd build the house. Yes, he'd build the he would house. He yes. would build the house. And I think he would be quiet. Like, I think he would respect your space. Like, if you were reading a book, maybe he wouldn't come and talk to you. Yeah, that's true. Or oh, great. I, I, I saw you were reading that book, so I... No, I'm, now I'm kind of doing a Clinton now. now what if a, you were sharing a house with Clinton? Oh, oh you just get ha- wow. have sex well, with him Well, you'd have time. fun. You'd have fun with Bill Clinton. I would just have sex with him. Oh, yeah. You know, he's hit on me before. <gasps> he's hit on me and Obama has hit on me. Whoa. Oh, let's hear this. Well, let's hear this, um, Mrs. Mrs. <laughs> I, met, I, I met Bill at the White House in um, 1997. It was, a, um, it was the Korean president was over... And so I was invited, and then um, I walked up to him and Hillary, and Hillary goes, 
that's Margaret. And he goes, Cho, hello. And he grabbed my hand and he wouldn't let it go. Wow. And I was really, I was just drawn into his spell because yeah. he's really, he's like a lion. Very charismatic. He's like a, yeah, he's like a charismatic, like a lion. He's like Aslan. Like mm. he's got this like really lionish quality and he's very like plush and lush as a man. Yeah. He's a voluptuous man. Yeah. Um, Apparently a huge very beautiful. head. Is that right? Very, very large head. Um, and just a big body and a big presence, mm. big personality. Mm-hmm. Who, um, somebody's knocking on the door. Is somebody knocking it's on the Bill door? Clinton. In the middle of our podcast. It's Bill Clinton. <laughs> it's Hillary. <laughs> he wants to come in. Um, there was also, uh, well, Obama, um, and I met him in, um, in the White House also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet them all in the White House. They, they're always in, it's their house. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go. And then um, Obama, uh, you know, kind of like picked me up out of a crowd and just like, grab me and you know like grab my hand and wouldn't let go and then like all the other people fell away there were all these like asian pacific islander veterans who were crowded around him but they all kind of fell away and then it was just me and obama and just talking and um so one of his aides told me that he watches my dvds in the oval office that he will take a 10 minute break from everything that's going on and watch comedy i'm just in awe isn't that great? Isn't that great? And is he tall in, in the flesh? He's t- tall, but he's actually... Um, slender. He's so slender, but again, he's got a huge presence and he's got that, he, you know, very, um, just beautiful. Like, mm. he's like a king. You know, you, you, you know, you meet presidents and you think, well, that's, you've got a and royal again, it just makes presence. me wonder, how the hell did George W. Bush ever get there? Well, well, I don't they know. They stole it. Yeah, you know, I think they stole it. I mean, yeah. that, you know, I I haven't met him, so I don't I can't speak to his presence or the George Bush Senior. I don't I don't know what they would be like, but them certainly uh, Obama and Clinton both have and that Al magnetic Gore, very personality. Magnetic. Well, he knows Al Gore. Um, well, I was in the Letterman show with Al Gore, but I never got to meet him, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I could feel his presence in the studio. Friends the, of mine the that walls. have done the, you know, done the sort of the courses with him, you know, the um, Save the World courses. Oh, okay. Uh, they say he, they, they get very swept up in him, almost like a cult leader kind of thing. Oh, Al So Gore. he does have that sort of. Hmm. You yeah. know what everyone says? He's very charming and funny and everything uh, uh, behind the scenes. But then when he does all of his speeches and everything, he's, he's, he's a wooden. bit sort of, yeah, a bit Same wooden. Same with Julia. And a bit, uh, Julia Gillard. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, very really? warm and funny and humorous mm-hmm. and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And then she's, have you noticed, she's got this very wooden sort of presentation style? Maybe. I think, you know, we don't know her as well. We don't know her I've as well. I've met her a few times and she's so, very warm and beautiful. Yeah. You know, yeah. The closer you get to her, the more people say she's likable. Yeah, I think that she's probably, you know, got to be a charismatic person. I mean, you don't get into that kind of office unless you are, mm. you know. Were people here really affected by Margaret Thatcher's death? Oh, not really. Mm-hmm. No, but it was a big deal in the, in Britain, wasn't it? It was yeah. very divisive. Yeah, I guess I don't, I, you know, I don't have any relationship to her because I don't know, I only mm. know the songs that were written well, about her. it was her. real ding dong, the witch is dead, you know, yeah. the Brits. Yeah. No, people here weren't that, uh, yeah, no, I guess they weren't that affected or interested by Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think Hillary's going to run? I hope she does. Oh, I do too. I think she's, she's great. She'll win if she does. I think she's really a good politician mm. and she's a great person as well. Mm. Um, I, I think she's really, really suited for the job. Um, I, I, but I really do love the Obamas also. So... Um, I don't know. You know, I think um, it's an interesting thing when you when you have a, a little bit of a personal relationship with leaders like that, and you're like, oh, this is so weird because it is showbiz. Politics yeah. is so yeah. much showbiz. showbiz. Is ugly people. That's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say in Britain and Australia. But it's not true in America because you know, as you, we're just Everybody's talking about some very looking. attractive, charismatic presidents. Yes, as is um, Bob Down. 
Very good looking, very charismatic. Oh, stop it. That was a very neat little segue. It was. And he's going to. The next PM. Yeah, the next PM. Bob Down. How about Bob Down? Oh, I want to be Governor General. What is that? <laughs> that's the uh, that's the sort of the head of state. Is that like the Witchfinder General? The, the, the Queen. Yeah, the Queen's representative. Because, you know, we're a mm. constitutional monarchy. Right. Like Canada. Oh, so and do New you. New Zealand. Well, then do you. Is your monarchy the, the, the Queen? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh, it's so hard to. That's explain. who's on the money. It's oh, so hard. Oh, here? She's on the money. Oh, she's she is on the money. On the money. Yeah. yeah. She's on some of the money, yeah. yes. So right. uh, that's why I want to be. So it's, it's, a more of a, it's more of a ceremonial office where you just do a lot of entertaining. Oh, that's best. Do you, mm. do, would you wear a sash? Yeah, you get all that. You've got some nice drag. Would you have a coronet? What is it? A coronet? What is it? Like a, I don't think they wear a scepter? A I don't think they wear a scepter or a coronet. They, I think they might have once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah, but... But a sash would be nice. Now they just wear a lovely, lovely suit. Yeah, yeah. And, a, you know, a, like a Savile Row. Is there, mm, is oh, there yeah. an Australian Savile Row? Yeah, it's... Um, uh, you know, Steve Irwin, that's, that's the Savile Row. Look. Oh, yeah. it's like a, like a um, for safari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With thongs. With thongs. Yeah, why does all the men wear thongs? It's very bad for their backs. Oh, really? Mm. No support. It's the worst no support thing at all. You. Worst thing to wear. Mm. So, um, but then, of course, we've got formal thongs for evening wear. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why must they show their feet? It's pretty disgusting, isn't it? Well, and the other, you know, the other thing, have you noticed about Australian guys on planes? They think it's all right to wear a singlet. On a, you know, to have a <laughs> oh bare, yeah, yeah, bare yeah. underarms on mm-hmm. a plane. It's mm-hmm. like, mm, thanks, guys. Really know. classy. Well, I think that has to do with the fact that it's kind of um, an island. Yeah, you know, yes. it's a very, very big island. Mm. So that you have that maybe mentality that it's, it's the best little country in the world. It's a big island. Mm. It's a very, very big island, which we we've enjoyed so much, and we've enjoyed you so much. Oh, can honey. people can people tweet you? Yeah, oh, they can tweet me. Bob down four real with a four. Yeah. With a four for a four, a number four. And that's your Twitter. And, and then how and about then, your Facebook? And or? the Facebook, there's a Bob Down page. Uh-huh. Uh, so come and like me there. And your website? Bob Down with an E. Uh, well, that's kind of it. There was a website, but I just couldn't be bothered. So I well, just do it all on Facebook. That's enough. Mm. That's enough. I right? think that's enough. I think this is great. So you can tweet um, Bob at Bob Down for real. B-O-B-D-O-W-N-E. Four, number four. Real. R-E-A-L. Why? Mm-hmm. Did you somebody hijack your name? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody <gasps> tried to be me. It's awful. Who could be me? Nobody. Nobody can be Let them try. Single they white Bob Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um, we are the Monsters of Talk. I'm Margaret Cho. You can tweet me at Margaret Cho and you can tweet us at Monsters of Talk. Where can they tweet you, Jim? At Jimmy Shelter. And, you know, we've had such a good time here in Australia and we are here with Australia's ambassador. We're going to do a show tonight all together. Oh, my God. And it's going to be amazing. So be incredible. I want to say thank you so much. Let's run the song again. Um, we're going to run the song again. <laughs> and um, we will talk to you next time. Hi, kids. Welcome. Oh, well, let's do it again. Between your legs, yeah, go Jackson, you big talking man. And I'll be waiting in Jackson behind my J.P. and Fan. And you got a Korean one? Yeah, they cook. Oh, you got married, married in a fever, fever. hotter than a pepper sprout. <laughs> We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. And that's a natural fact. We're going to Jackson. Ain't ever coming back. Hopefully 
just, I don't, we don't need to sing that again. Just, we can do thanks, thanks, yeah, thanks. Yeah, let's just say, would you like it? We'll just go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's try it with a karaoke track. Yeah. We'll do better. Hi, kids. Greeting from Down Under. Oh, sorry, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do it again. Truck off. Yeah, it will go. We got married in a fever. Hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about. Hey, where do you want to do it? It'll be at the very, very, very end. Great. It'll be uh, like the last thing that happens. Great. So you would you do a song that finishes and then make no, a false No, no, there won't. This is the only song, and there's no false exit. No, this is the only song. No, this oh is it. Oh my god! Hi, kids. Greetings from Down Under. My name's Bob Down, and you can tell I'm Australian because everything goes up at the end. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. Talk. Talk.